Shalom, I'm Yoni, and you're listening to Kabbalah Pod. Shalom, and welcome back to Kabbalah Pod. I am on the road this week, so you get a recording from Mazgarok State Park in Idaho. It's a beautiful sight looking along the Snake River. Um, we are told no recreation and no fishing uh, because the, there's so much pollution in the water, it's toxic, which I'm okay not you know, going swimming in something that might mutate me into some weird creature of doom. I mean, I guess really it depends if that's what Sasham wants, but that's besides the point. Anyways, I'm on a road trip with uh, Rabbi Burz on his family. So my family is with his family. We are in the process of making it over to the base den to um, finish our Orthodox conversion, which is really exciting. And so it's going to be definitely a milestone for us in these past several years. And I mean, we're already past milestones here on Kabbalah Pod, so... It's very timely and amazingly beautiful and wonderful. Um, During this trip, my wife and I were actually discussing and planning out this concept of what if we did a Jewish meditative retreat. See, I see all these meditative retreats and silent retreats being done by these Jubus. And so so what's a Jubu? A Jubu is somebody who's Jewish but subscribes to Buddhism. And while each person may have their own reasons... All I can come to the solution of as to why is what I learned from Avraham Lowenthal. And uh, he is the Kabbalist artist that I've mentioned that lives in the old city of Sfat. And he grew up in Wisconsin and he was in college and he was deciding to pursue meditation and all these Buddhist things. And as a Halakhic Jew, he was choosing to describe to Buddhism. And his roommate said, man, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? And I was like, well, I want to meditate. I want to connect to the spirituality that is available in the world. The person looked at him and said, are you crazy? You're Jewish. That's what you have. And he's like, I I don't have that. He's like, okay, here you go. Hands him a book called Jewish Meditation by Arya Kaplan, which is an absolutely amazing book. Anyways. He reads it front to back. And again, and again, he's like, oh my goodness. I had no idea that meditation originated from Judaism. Being the oldest monotheistic religion out there, we have the source. Yiddishkeit has the source of connecting with Ein Sof, the Adon Alam, HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We alone offer this connection, this relationship in which one can explore spirituality and bring our neshama into alignment and unity with Hashem. We have that. We have that. And so many people miss that. So he reads the book some more. He goes to Israel to visit. And he stays. And he sets up shop in Svat. He gets married, has kids, becomes a Kabbalist, starts making these amazing artistic renditions of the sine waves and the music of the shofar that it puts off for Rosh Hashanah and all these other things, such as Ein Od Mavado, and there's nothing but him. There's so many, many amazing things. And it's been two years now, over two years now, since I met him on that trip to Israel. And it was great being able to meet him and 
hear these things. And I was already intrigued in the book and I had already read some of the book, but I was like, oh no, I got to do it. I got to own it. I got to read it. So that's what I did. I've read it more than once. And it's just every single time, it's as if it's new. And it's, it's, it's mind-blowing. The, the amazing resource that Yiddishkeit provides to connect with the creator of everything. And we just have that available. And we're the source of it all. The source of all spirituality and the source of all interconnectedness in the universe is found within Yiddishkeit. So my wife and I talked. We're like, you know, there's these jibus. And they do these silent meditative retreats based off of Buddhist concepts. And they, uh, I'm not going to diss what another Jew is doing, but it's not orthodox. And it's not grounded in Torah. It's grounded in Buddhism, which is considered a vodazar. It's idol worship. And it's not what Hashem designed for us. And so here we have this opportunity to enjoy the richness of meditation found within Yiddishkeit. And everyone's missing the point. Mindfulness meditation didn't originate from the Jibus, but that's where the credit is today. And so we need to reestablish this credit. We need to reconnect and bring it back to the source, the origin. I mean, we already know secondhand is not as great as the source, having that direct connection. And so that's why we are looking at, we're coming up with and drafting this idea of a Jewish meditative silent retreat. It'll be halakhic. It'll be kosher. It'll be rabbinically approved. It'll be orthodox. There's a lot of plara. There's a lot of discussing, davening, meditating, working details out, making sure we hit where we want it to hit because we want it to be done right. We don't want something sloppy. We don't want something trafe. We want it to be holistically beautiful and wonderful and everything it's meant to be. And we're talking learning different meditative shift techniques. We're talking learning mindfulness meditation. We're talking learning body checks. We're talking learning breathing meditations and chanting meditations, but all from the source itself, Judaism. And we're talking about practicing the davening, right? Davening, what do we have? It, it, we, we have what's the traditional davening today, Shachas Menchamar, right? We have these three set times that they're placed at Kabanos in the temple because we don't have a temple, so we do this davening. And the the most basic of it, like there, there's different parts to the, them, but the most basic outline you have is praise, Shemona Esrei, or Shema and then Shemona Esrei, and then Elenium. And these components were not originally designed for how we use them today in the world. They were designed as a meditative experience. And so that's what I want to do. I want to take you back to that meditative experience so that davening is not some rote thing you do three times a day, but davening is recharging your neshama with the holiness of Hashem. And that's what I want to accomplish out of this retreat. And that's what we're going to be doing. And so I'd love to hear if people are, are interested in this retreat. Because if, if there's an interest, I definitely want to push and make it happen and make it happen right. So to wrap up today's episode, we're on the road. I'm excited about this retreat idea. But most of all, what can you take from this? Planning a retreat, that's not what I have you 
not intending to take from this or knowing where I am, that that's not the point of what I'm intending for you to take from this. What I want you to take from this is that you have a beautiful neshama and you have the opportunity to connect with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And we can do that via meditative davening. We can do that via meditative practices rooted in Yiddishkeit and out of Odazara. And so what is an easy way to do that? You want a chanting meditation? That is amazingly simple. Shema Yisrael, Hashem Eloheinu, Hashem Echad. Or consider the fact that Om came from Shalom. So with that, I wish you a Shalom, and I will be connecting with you soon. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to Kabbalah Pod on Anchor FM. If you enjoy this podcast, please rate us on iTunes and share it with your friends. Have a question or topic idea? We'd love to hear your input and ideas. Send us a tweet, message Yibrick on Facebook, or leave us a voicemail on the Anchor app. Not on social media? That's okay. Send us your ideas at yidbrick.com slash Kabbalah. Become a monthly supporter on Anchor FM or by visiting yidbrick.com slash donate. You can also show your support by sharing our podcast with others and by purchasing our custom-made Kabbalah bracelets or Yiddish artisan beard balm at yidbrick.com slash store. This podcast is a project of Yidbrick, building Jewish bridges. Learn more at yidbrick.com slash Kabbalah.